Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Lifetime Move, it is your choice when you're thinking about relocating, whether it's home or office, cross town, cross country. Give them a call. 316-6196 is the number. 316-6196 is the phone number. They have changed moving to the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Black Tie gets that. They're happy to help. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They're on time. They're on budget. Best in town. I've used them twice. Glad I did. 316-6196 is the number. Book your move now. It always books up fast. Black Tie wants to help you take that part of the move out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Focus on the other things that are going on in your life. 316-6196, black tie moving, change and moving in the city of Memphis. We have reached the final week of the football season, ladies and gentlemen. Regular season, I can say. Uh, and so you know what that means. Uh, one last edition of Patty's Picks. Let's go. Now, it's Patty's Picks with John Martin. Football picks from Patty Pump with guidance from the Kango Kid, Jason Smith. Patty Pump and the Kango Kid. Patty's Picks on 92.9's Jason and John Show. Up front, let me just say that uh, I would recommend going very, very lightly on this week. Uh, This is is a stupid week. Uh, Most teams have nothing to play for at all. Um, Some teams have nothing to play for. So, like... Let's just take a team like Ram, uh, a game like Rams and Broncos. Why? What's going on in here? What? What? You know what I'm saying? Or, or Texans Colts? I'm interested to see if that one's on your list. Well, that's a that's a that's a battle for number one there. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the Colts can get one, but yeah, yeah the te- but, but both want to lose. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the Texans showing up for that one. So yeah, again, I would I would just tell you guys completely up front here. This like there's no you know when we come on and we do this segment. Lots of weeks, most weeks, there's going to be like trends and stats and data that back up a side that I might be endorsing. All that's out. Throw it out the window. There is no data this week. This is all This is all of a, a week where you're straight gambling. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to straight gamble, and that is what we're going to do. All right, here we go. Get things started. Does it make sense? It does not, but we're going to do it. Raiders at home, plus nine. Jared Stidham's got something he's trying to prove. Okay, I the, see. What's the Chiefs, the Chiefs can't beat anybody by double digits. They can't like they've they they blew a double digit lead to the Broncos a couple of months ago. Played them within a field goal last weekend. I know they're playing for the number one seed, but I just don't think Kansas City tries. They don't try until the the it actually matters. And I just don't think they're gonna their defense isn't good enough. We just watched Jared Stidham last week put up what thirty four against the number one defense in the NFL at home. They didn't have anything on him. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's the, the only reason that happened. It's the number one defense in the in the world. I mean, there is I no, get that. And the Chiefs is I, not. It's explainable. The Chiefs is – well, I mean, again, look at – what the Chiefs beat the Texans by? By a, a last-second field goal? Mm-hmm. I mean, they just don't care. But one seed? Yeah, they can win. They're going to win the game by a field goal. That's what they do. Patrick Mahomes doesn't try until he absolutely has okay. to. It's the covering the nine that you were Yeah, I'm not telling you to stressing. pick the Raiders on the damn money line. But, hey, the Raiders are going to be trying to play spoiler here. All right? They're going to be trying to keep Kansas City from getting that one seed. 
Jarrett Sinem got something to prove. You got a young running back in there and Zamir White. Devontae Adams was going on a high note. I just think this new mullet look of yours got you talking a little crazy. So we're going to go Raiders plus nine. The Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, We're going to go to the other Saturday game here. And I am going to roll with the Titans plus six and a half. I don't think the Titans win this game. Let me me say that on the front end. I don't think they're winning. But I do think they're going to make this uh, a knockdown, drag-out, slobber-knocking affair. Uh, because as every, everything that Sean Salisbury mentioned, um, th- this is the last game of the season. The The division is on the line. The playoffs are on the line. And, yes, it is Josh Dobbs. But I'm not making this bet based on the quarterback here, okay? whether it, To me, there's no difference. Ryan Tannehill, Josh Dobbs, no difference. Oh, there's a difference. The same slaw. They both smell like crap. So I'm, 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 I'm trusting. <laughs> one might be a little calmer than the other yeah. one. And one Dobbs has, is going to have them butterflies. Yes. No, you cannot, that, that, you cannot that phase Duke a man Duke. that has no eyebrows. He's definitely going to have uh, uh, diarrhea. Yeah, you cannot phase him. I, and again, you, you that's, I think that's an alopecia thing. It is. And you know that's what happened with Chris and Will. So please, and you know I've had it. Yeah, well, we're not. So I'm going to need you to be a little it. bit more you sensitive it, when you're talking about Dobbs' eyebrows, especially if that's an alopecia condition. Does he have eyebrows? Which oh. I believe it is. It is, it is 100% confirmed. Then you need to be more sensitive. Didn't we learn the lesson? Yeah, so uh, we're going to roll with the Titans defense, keeping it close, keeping them in, them making plays. on the Jacks have never been in this spot before. This is a very high-stakes moment for them, okay? They haven't. I mean, as great as they have been and as much as they have turned their season around. Trevor seems ready, though. He does. They're going he to seems win. Poised. The Jags are going to win, but the, the Titans are going to keep this within a touchdown. That is what I believe. You know where I'm at. I'm going crazy man for real and saying the Titans win. Yeah, so, we're, wow. so far we're going mm-hmm. with some dogs. Right. Uh, okay, on to Sunday. Give me Pittsburgh minus two and a half at home Good pick. Good against pick. the Browns. Deshaun Watson ain't right, bro. I mean, I, I I guess he's quote unquote right, but he doesn't look good yet. He's rusty. He doesn't really have a rapport with his receivers. And as you know, Mike Tomlin is not gonna not finish with a with a winning record. Okay, my man just doesn't. He just finds ways to not have a losing record. I know they. I think they locked that up last week against uh, against Baltimore. But Pittsburgh's got some swag. They're still fighting for their playoff life here. And I don't think they're going to lose here. I know it's a divisional game, but I think, uh, you know, there's some empowerment going on with Pickett and Tomlin. And I like this. I like what the Steelers are doing. They're 8-8, eight eight, so they're trying to get to 9-8. Yes. and eight, So, so here you it, go. it's all about yeah. winning yeah. it for Tomlin. I don't understand why this number's not a little bigger, but uh, the Steelers are, 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 are cooking. I mean, I've, I've seen them. I've watched them the last two weeks against what they did uh, against the Raiders and then last week against the Ravens. I like the way he's coaching Pickett. Yeah. Amen. He's trusting. He he's trusting. He got a lot of confidence, that young man. So give me the Pittsburgh Steelers minus two and a half um, against the Browns. All right, moving on. Bills minus seven against the Patriots. This is a simple do it for DeMar game. I mean, that's, that, that's what it is. Um, yep. These guys want to play, yep. they want to get out there. And I think they want to put an ass whooping onto it. Patriots yeah. are in the way. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really simple. It's like you know, what, what Mississippi State did for Mike Leach, you know, the bowl game. How about that backdoor uh, cover? They backdoor covered it. I can see the Bills. I can see the Bills destroying New England here. That's what, what I they did in the playoffs last year. What, that, 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 just a little bit. They got peace of mind now. Oh, yeah. Just like we were talking 100%. about with Salisbury with his news on Hamlin, the great news on him. Yeah, so I am going to roll with the Buffalo Bills here, minus the seven. I think worst-case scenario, we're pushing here. This is a do-it-for-DeMar game. He's FaceTiming his teammates now. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's truly remarkable and miraculous what is going on there. So I think they will be focused. They'll be ready to play. And they are not losing this game. There's not. It's just there are things in life where we know the script. 
This is one where we know the script. The Buffalo Bills are not losing against the New England Patriots in their first game since the DeMar Hamlin injury. It's the Hamlin game. I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm ruining the surprise for you. All right, uh, a couple more here. It's a, little, it's a little nasty. It's a little nasty, especially after the way that they just completely fell apart last week. But I am going to take the Carolina Panthers plus three and a half. I like the hook here. They're on the road against the Saints. Uh, and so it is kind of a it's a tough, tough ask. But neither of these teams are planning for anything. Well, the, I would say the Carolina players are playing for Wilkes. But that's exactly right. I mean, they still have a coach that they're trying to, you know, get the interim the, tag taken off exactly. from. And the Saints, by the way, like nothing. You know, they don't really – they're not going to the playoffs. They don't really like the coach. Defense is solid. They got Lattimore back last week. They're also coming off of a huge victory over the Eagles. So this is a letdown spot. I know they're at home, but I like the Carolina Panthers to cover the number here. You know, I, I think Darnold, before the second half last week, has looked like a different quarterback. Um, and that offense is actually playing pretty well. I mean, it, it, it will be a tough affair. It will be a low-scoring game. But I think the Carolina Panthers find a way to uh, to keep this within a field goal. And then, lastly, we are going to go with the Indianapolis Colts minus 2.5. Why are we going to do that? Because Houston does not want to win this game. They will be allergic to winning this game. And they're not covering 2.5. They're not, they're not, they're not going to cover plus 2.5 without winning. They're not going to win. They are not going to win this game. I know everybody's going to be on the Colts here, but I just believe I think they have Ellinger in there at quarterback. Like He's going to try to go out there and prove something for himself. It is in Indianapolis. I could see Saturday going to these guys and saying, hey, let's get a win. They have one win right now since Saturday took over. Do you know who that happens to yeah, be against? Yeah, you fools. Exactly. I remember it well. It's embarrassing that we are this dude's Poverty only win. franchise. It will go down in history. Jeff Saturday is trivia. Jeff Saturday, as an NFL coach, has one win against who did that win come? The freaking Raiders. Uh, give me the Colts minus two and a half because the Texans have no interest in winning this game. They want to lock up number one, leave nothing to chance, uh, need no help from anybody else, and lock it up. And that would constitute a successful season. Um, uh, as ugly as it has been, um, they have let go of the rope. Right last week, they just got killed by Jacksonville. They were getting, they were plucky there for about three weeks, mm-hmm. um, but they were still finding ways to lose. I think they do it again. Colts by uh, by a field goal here. So that is this week's Patty's picks. We got Raiders plus nine. Tennessee Titans plus six and a half, Steelers minus two and a half, Bills minus seven, and then Colts minus two and a half. And that will do it for uh, this uh, year's edition of Patty's Picks for the playoffs. We're going to hand this off. We're going to hand this segment off for the playoffs. It's going to become Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil's picks. I like picks. Uncle Phil. So he, when, when, uh, I like him too. When the game starts to matter, we're going to hand it off to the guy who's been doing it for 36 years. So uh, we will roll that out starting next week. Uh Back to something Sean Salisbury said. I didn't know the whole Derek Carr. Why, why I want to go home? Well, yeah, that's what uh, I hadn't read that part of that's it. What David just Carr knew they said. were moving on. David Carr said on NFL Network that uh, Derek moved on. You know, and they just they framed that. I ha- I have no. What, what happened? You're the Raiders fan. Did he? Qu- what did he quit? I mean, well, he got uh, benched. The rest the... He got he got benched. So he once he got, went home, that's yeah. it was the benching yeah. first. Then yeah. I'm done. Weak. Yeah, no, it is. But weak. we've always questioned that part about him. That man was out front. Uh, front and center talking about what they do, their bodies, everything we put in. This man walked. Yep, yep. Who uh, was who was this teammate we've had in here? Jalen Rashard. That couldn't even speak as high as you would expect. Yeah. Speak as highly of your leader. Yeah, yep. He couldn't be as we were like, huh? Like, okay. Yeah. But the, I, I don't know, man. That's he's got all the talent in the world, but yeah, man. Some guys just can't do it from a leadership Any standpoint. Any kickers, Jason? 
Um, there was not a lot of meat on that bone because we're thin this week, and it's week 18, and some well, of these teams well, aren't playing for much. We're starting Peterman, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. take Vikings Chicago. to cover because they're coming off of it's the huge number, though, eight, right? That's How huge is that? We have the worst defense in the league, fewest sacks, everything else. This is Vikings got to get it together. Jefferson just got held to next to nothing mm-hmm. uh, by the Green Bay. Who was that guy? Alexander, that CB that held him to nothing? They're going to roll on my Bears. We, we don't have any – anything to fight with, and we're holding Justin Fields out. Yeah, I'd say they covered the eight. What about the Rams-Seahawks games? If the Seahawks win, they're in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, like, shouldn't we take Seattle? I mean, I, I think it is it is it is it a Seahawks? If the Seahawks I win, Green, I thought Green Bay's Green, the only one that doesn't need help. They're just winning in. I thought everything else had a little something. Yeah, to if it. the Seahawks win, okay, then, this was just published thirty-seven minutes ago from Fox. Sports. I don't have oh, it. You, so you got the scenarios. What? what is, yeah. So if the Se- Se- yeah. What's the What's the scenario for Seattle? Seattle with the help of the Lions. That's what I thought. Yeah, and they, I like they, the Lions. By the way, they have to have the Green Bay has no, you to don't. lose. No, you don't like the Lions. Like Green Bay. Lions. Green Bay is going to roll them. You think so? Well, here's the thing. It depends on what's what, the line on that game. That line's going to change because if Seattle loses, which it happens first, right? Yeah, Seattle is first. If Seattle loses, then Green Bay will not play any of their starters. Right? They will just rest everybody because they don't have to play them. They don't have to win the game. At, at that point, they are in. If Seattle loses the game, here's what Fox says: the Seattle so it Seahawks could change. I don't know if it Seattle, will. Seattle, with the help of the Detroit Lions, hope to earn a berth in the NFL NFC playoff when they host LA on Sunday. Yeah, but that game comes first. So yep. they, so the, so it's Seahawks, uh, Rams, and then I think the at, at later that day the NFL really botched this. So then they'll lay down if Seattle wins. Is your is what you're saying? If Green Bay, if, if Seattle if loses, loses, he's saying Green Bay, Green Bay will then, win. then lay down yeah. because they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't is have any reason saying. to play. But Seattle has to win to make that second game relevant. Seattle has to win for Green Bay to have to win there to we try are. to win. Yeah, that's that's. If, other than that, if like if the Rams pull it so off, Green which, Bay just needs a Seattle loss, and then they're See, in, I yeah. had not seen yeah. that part of it. Yeah. I thought okay, <laughs> yep. thought they just had to win. Now again, Seattle's what six and a half point favorites. Yep. I mean they're gonna they're gonna win that game against the Rams. They're bad. They're, the Rams are bad. No Aaron Donald. I mean they're, they. I've got five and a half here at uh, Bentley. Interesting, going yeah. down, going Se- down. Seahawks have lost eight of their last ten games though against the Rams. The Seahawks have won the first half and nine of their last twelve. The, so- the Seahawks have won their first half and nine of their last twelve. So first half looks good, you know. Um, but yeah, I like Seattle. Yeah, I mean I think it's a game they win. I don't they cover. Who knows? But I, I just I I don't think they're losing that game against the then, Rams. And then Green Bay will roll Detroit because it. Has I think that's to fair. According. Yeah, and you're right, right, Jason. That that is yeah. Detroit's I done. I mean Detroit can't get in, but but uh, I, I, there might be like. Uh, yeah, there's a way, but it's, if, if, if Seattle has to lose, help. then they have to beat yeah. Green Bay. Like I, I think it's like, mm-hmm. and then they'll need some other help too. I don't know. Exactly. So Dan Campbell's clearly done enough to he's he's back. Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah, great year for him. Yeah, and, I, and honestly, even if Green Bay is in, you know, yeah. and they rest their guys, I think Detroit will definitely try to win that game. Like they'll play hard as hell, mm. and so I would take the Lions on the spread, depending on what it is. It'll probably come down though if Aaron Rodgers. So here's my thing: if if you you like the Seahawks, so this won't apply to you. But if you think the Seahawks don't win on, uh, you know, on 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 Sunday, mm-hmm. then yeah. then you should go ahead and take the Lions spread because it's pretty big right now, right? Like it's like six and a half, seven. That's like right. I, yep. I could see him covering it. I could see him covering it. Um, and if the Seahawks lose, that you know that number is going to come down to like three or or even less when Jordan loves the QB. So just something to think about if you think the Rams can pull that off. I don't, but if you do. That's uh, that's uh, that's an angle there as well. All right, uh, I got to tell you about shoot three six. You know we're uh, wrapping up football season here, but basketball season is is in full swing. If you got a niece or a nephew or a son or a daughter that loves basketball, get them out there. Get them out there to see it. 
It's a basketball utopia, interactive drills, shooting drills, dribbling drills, passing drills, everything you can imagine, just so much fun. Personal coaching, there are coaches out there to help as well. You're going to notice uh, a, a change, an upgrade, an improvement in the jump shot, in the passing, in the ball handling. It's all out here in Memphis at Shoot360. Yep, the best place to uh, have your son, daughter, niece, nephew trained up, especially if we're talking six years old, seven, eight, especially in that age range where they're just starting. Uh, you want them to have a nice foundation formed when it comes to that shot, the ball handling, the passing, and they're so smart out there. They make it like a video game uh, when it comes to the passing and the ball handling drills, super interactive. Your kid's going to absolutely love it. They've even got the eight-foot goals for the kiddies out there, so no matter the level of your little one, they've gonna, they're going to have the program to help them get better. I'm here to tell you as a parent to make it super affordable. Can got a bunch of membership packages, can do one-year commitment, 12 months at 130 bucks a month. That's a great deal. It's what I pay for eight hours of martial arts. A month. In this case, you're getting unlimited access on that 130 month. Best deal in town. It's the future basketball training in Memphis. Futures right now at a Chew 360. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rob Doss is the founder of Field of 68. College basketball is in full swing. He joins us now. Rob, what's up, dog? What's going on, guys? How we doing? Hey, man. A little shaky right now. Why is Jeff Goodman only tweeting about Charleston basketball now? Like, I I, I don't like to usually bring private matters public, but th- this is a new low. This is a new low. They're 88th at Ken Palm, and this dude is doing a car wash of Charleston basketball. Like, what's what's the angle here? Does he, like – want to move there or something what's going on i don't know man to to be honest like he hasn't worked in about three and a half weeks um no one can actually get a hold of him when they want to get in touch with him all i see are the tweets he hasn't actually answered a text message or a phone call of mine for like since before christmas 
You know, I think he's I think he's officially retired. I think he's gone off the grid. You know, yeah. when uh, when people get get older, you know, he's about seventy three years old now. He just turned seventy three. So I think it's kind of you know the old age is is settling in. I think he's just a little bit senile. I think that's all that's all there is to it. Hey man, I, I, look, I'm gonna tell you something. If anybody out there aspires to be in media, you know, who 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 should you try to emulate? And the answer is Jeff Goodman. Is it because of his talent? No. It is because of the deal he has. This man does not work, yet he is paid handsomely to not work. I don't know what dirt he's got on stadium executives, but he I, I see him pop up on After Dark every few weeks, and that's really about the, 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 the gist of the production there. So, kids, you need to be more like Jeff Goodman. Don't worry. I'm not talking about the breaking news part, but it's get the money, get the bag, and then don't do anything, right? <laughs> hey, man, look, that's the dream. All right. I think everybody understands the dream is to get paid for working without working. Do you have to work for twice the pay? That's the dream, right? <laughs> it really is, man. Uh, well, uh, Chris Beard's not going to be working. Uh, the question of the matter is, <laughs> how long will he not that be is working? That an incredible segue. Hold on. Can we get the applause sound bit? Where is yeah. that? Our, our producer left the booth, man. He, he is out. He, he can't stand. He a little potty break he can't, so we can't he, get the background He can't there. stand the discussion of Jeff Goodman. I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. Um, but yeah, that's what I do, man. I'm a master at this stuff. This ain't new. This ain't this ain't new to anybody. Um, but but in terms of, we'll get to the Chris Beard angle in a minute. For Texas, how big can they go with the with the next hire? I think that they can target literally anybody, and that goes all the way up to John Calipari. Right now, a lot of that has to do with the very specific situation that Cal's in at Kentucky. Uh, if it does not go well for him the rest of the season. I could see a situation where he's kind of looking for a soft landing, right? Like Texas can more or less match what his salary is. Texas has, they have an endless amount of money. Um, so they can, they can make it so that he makes a very good, very nice living for a very long time. Um, if he's looking for a way out without having to deal with the stress of, of being in the, in the fishbowl that is Lexington, Kentucky, then I think that that's something that he could, they could look at. I don't know if that's the route that I would go. Um, I think the ideal candidate for me, there, well, there's two people here. The first one is Bruce Pearl. Um, I don't know if you can hire Bruce Pearl now based off of all of the NCAA stuff he has going on. Like, there's a reason he's at Auburn right now, right? But I think at Texas, you need someone that is going to invigorate a fan base, that is going to be a relentless promoter, and that also happens to be a hell of a coach and a hell of a recruiter. And that is exactly what Bruce Pearl is, right? He, um, he has made Auburn Arena. Auburn, one of the best home court environments in all of college basketball, one of the best home court environments in the SEC. That place is a fortress. At Auburn, we're talking about Auburn, right? The second best basketball program in the state of Alabama where basketball is like the afterthought to football. So I think he would be a perfect hire. I don't know if you can get him. The other one that I love, and it might be a little bit too early to, to hire him, but Jerome Tang at Kansas State. I mean, that man, he knows the state of Texas. He was a high school coach there. He spent 19 years building up Baylor. Um, he knows how to win. He knows how to coach. He's another guy that's not afraid to get out in the community um, and be like a public face where people see you and he will promote the program. Uh, he is one of the most positive people that I've ever spoken to, right? Like if you just have a conversation with him for 10 minutes about whatever it is, you're going to feel a lot better about your life. Like he's just one of those positive vibes kind of guys. So uh, those are the two names that I would look at. Can they get either of them? I don't know why Jerome Tang would say no. I don't know why Bruce Pearl would say no. So I think that those are that you can really go out and get just about anybody. I, I I don't know if Eric Musselman would say no. I don't know if Nate Oates would say no. You know, I, 
I don't know if you want to get Kelvin Sampson, um, but I think a lot of Memphis fans would be very happy if Kelvin Sampson said yes to the Texas job. Why did I, I'm just curious, Rob, looking back on it and what we've learned from it, because I thought Shaka was going to be perfect for Texas, and it didn't work out to the degree that it needed to. Biggest reason why that one didn't work out. Like in, so, what we learned from that in terms of as applying it to the next guy and what Texas needs. So the thing with Shaka is I just think that it was the wrong fit because he's a guy that when he's at his best, like he's developing a culture, right? He's not necessarily somebody that is like this brilliant X's and O's savant, and he's not someone that is uh, like this unbelievable recruiter that's going to put together, uh, you know, the number one, the number three, the number seven, the number 11 player in a recruiting class. He's an underdog. Yeah. 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 And like, he's a culture guy. Like he's, he's at his best when he gets older players and can kind of instill what he wants in those Mm -hmm. guys. When he was at Texas, he was very much a defensive minded coach. And the problem is when you do that and you have a whole bunch of freshmen on your roster, you're just never going to be a great defensive team because it always takes freshmen a little bit of, of time to kind of develop that defensive identity and understand what people are looking for and have frankly the physicality to be able to play in the Big 12. Um, So I just, he's better off at a place like Marquette where you're going to get those two, three, four-year guys that will be around for a while. Like, he's got a really good team right now, and that team is going to be together for three years. Everybody on that roster has at least three years of eligibility remaining. So you're looking at a situation where, like, this year they're going to be top 25 good. Next year, like, that team could legitimately win the Big East and be like a second weekend Elite Eight Final Four kind of contender down the road. It's just – I think he needs to be at a place where he can develop players long term. And when you are at Texas, you got to get right. the one. Like, there's too much talent in the state of Texas. That makes a lot of sense. And Bruce Pearl can go get that. Like he's a guy that could put up a what's the saying? Put up a fence around the state. Like he'll get whoever he wants in Texas if he goes and gets that job. I just don't know if if that program um, and that kind of school, right? Like Texas kind of carries themselves a certain way. Like we're above all the nonsense. Like whatever. Um, I don't know if you can hire Bruce Pearl there. I don't know if that's what they would do, but he would, I mean, they would be awesome with him there. I said this before they hired Beard. I would love Bruce Pearl there. He's a great fit. One name you did not mention, <clears throat> which I, I, maybe there's a reason that you didn't mention, but Johnny C. He did. He oh, you did mention Johnny C? Yeah, I did. You weren't paying attention. Where'd you go with your uh, producer? Yeah, I think I, I also left. Well, you throw me, you threw me fifteen different names, man. All right, I can't get over the he, fact he, that Goodman is still at Charleston. Rob, so you said they could, but but necessarily you wouldn't, right? And that that on 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 John C. as John calls him. Yeah, so I I just don't know if that is like he's not a great coach. Like he's not an X's and O's guy. He, he's someone that you're going to go out and and get a bunch of talent together and going to put guys in situations where when he has the best players, he can go out and win. And when you have the best players, it's not really hard that to like it's not that hard to coach and go and go win, right? I think you're kind of seeing it right now. There's so many limitations to to what they do, like at the end of a game. And he's got enough pieces to be able to get it done. He just doesn't have the better players. Um, and I think that like, the biggest issue that Kentucky has this season, kind of what they had last year, was they didn't really have someone that could scheme up easy shots for for them. And you know if he. I, I think it was Terrence Oglesby that said it on our network. Um, if they went out and like hired John Beeline to be like their offensive coordinator, you know how good this Kentucky team could probably be. Um, they, but I, I just I don't see it being a great fit. And I think the only way that he would leave Kentucky is if things go really bad for him. And if things go really bad for him there, and he's looking for a soft landing, it's because he's not a, like a great X's and O's coach. So yes, he'd probably get all the best players out of Texas. But with 
overtime elite popping up and um, with the G League Ignite thing kind of taking off a little bit, like how you're not going to necessarily get all of those great players. Otherwise, Scoot Henderson would be playing college basketball right now. Uh, the Thompson Twins would be playing college basketball right now. So I, I just, I don't know. I can see. I, I understand why both sides could want to make it happen. It just, I think it's a. I don't think it's a great fit. It ain't like things are going that great for dude. He hasn't made a Final Four since Josh Pastner was at Memphis. <laughs> I mean, just to you just put, had to get that in there. Just, huh? to, just to put it in perspective of how long it's been. Okay, this guy has yeah, not so made a Final Four. He since... made a Final Four, John. Last time he made a Final Four, you were in high school and DeAndre Williams was a freshman in college. Pretty much. Oh, I mean, freshman. I mean, <laughs> not far removed, man. To be honest, like. If, I mean, look, I know you got he got his championship, so that's why we we are maybe not having this discussion. But, like, you're supposed to go to the Final Four a lot more than John Calipari has gone to the Final Four in Kentucky. I mean, you yeah, are. And, and, and I can't believe you're about to make me defend John Calipari, but, like, I'm, I'm going to do it. They were a shot away from making it in 2019, right? They were in the Elite Eight, and they lost uh, by two points to Auburn when P.J. Washington got hurt. Mm-hmm. They were a shot away. In um, in 2017, when Luke May hit the buzzer beater from from making it to the final four, that happened in the Elite Eight. Uh, in 2015, if they call the, the the shot clock violation on Nigel Hayes, like that might have ended up being a, a national title for them and going 40 and 0. So, like, I hear what you're saying, but I also think that they kind of ran a little bit bad, right? They got you know three out of on the river. Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll pitch it. Like, hang that banner. I shot away in 2019. I think that <laughs> – Yeah, do it. That might uh, – Hey, look, they got to hang something at some point, right? You might as well try to get that up there now. It's like when I put, it, it's like when I put a bet in and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, when I put – I bet Utah against uh, Penn State and the, and the starting quarterback got hurt uh, for Utah. Like, the bet was going to win. had the starting quarterback not gotten knocked out of the game. So, like, pay my money. You know what I'm saying? Pay me my money. I can't believe, I can't believe you put me in a position to defend John Calipari. Mm, How dare you? Did. I just feel like when you get those amount of the, the the caliber of player that he's gotten, I would I would say if you told me this is what it's going to be in 2023, I would say I would have said a, a little underwhelming, honestly, a little underwhelming. You're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But the the team that he has should be better than he is right now. They they've underperformed back to back seasons now. I think you can make that argument, and there's there's a reason for that, and I think it's because he's not putting his players in the best situation to succeed. And in my mind, the, the single biggest thing that you have to do as a basketball coach is put your players in the best situation to succeed. And then if you were predicting the future or, uh, of Chris Beard in terms of his coaching career, are we talking two, three years, team comes along, it's a, it's a smaller school, you think one of the big boys, if the stink's not as much, would be willing to do it because he's such a good coach? Like what, how, how long is he out and what's it look like when he's back in? I think a lot of that depends on how the legal process plays out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they end up dropping the charges and his fiance is adamant about not pressing charges and the DA decides not to pursue them, then I think it's a very different story than uh, if, if she kind of reverses course. I know she said that she doesn't want to press charges, but if she reverses course or they press charges, he gets found guilty, he gets convicted. Like if he's got a third-degree felony charge for domestic violence or whatever, whatever however it's phrased, um, I don't know how you can how how he can be a Division One coach again. I just I, I don't think that I would be very comfortable if I was an AD hiring him in that situation. Now, if he doesn't get charged, then I think you're looking at a couple years and probably a smaller program coming along and, and trying to scoop him up. Maybe someone in the state of Texas, maybe like a I don't know, like a CM Houston State kind of a level, right? Like Tarleton State, mm-hmm. they went out and they hired Billy Gillespie, who had all the demons in the world. 
um, just because they were a transitional division one looking to, to kind of make a splash. And he's winning there. He's a great ball coach. I could see someone doing something similar with Chris Beard, assuming he doesn't get charged. If he does and gets convicted, like it's all bets off. I have no idea. Would you hire him at Charleston after Pat Kelsey inevitably gets the North Carolina job uh, after this season, according to Goodman? Uh, no, I would not, because that means you're going to have Jeff Goodman and Chris Beard in the same city. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's, that, that's bad. That's bad news. Uh, that's bad news for for uh, for my guy Goodman. I can't. I, I need him. I need to have him. Uh, under control here. So we got 500 sure yards. Like, yeah, 500 yards. Here, honestly, the truth is, like, we need to find a way to, to kind of get Jeff cooped up in a city where there's nothing to, to do outside. He gets distracted, man. You know, he, he's like, a, you know those dogs that are you're going for a walk all of a sudden they see a squirrel run by and he's chasing and they pull you over with a leash? That's what Goodman is. We need to find a way to keep him focused on stuff. He can't have all these distractions around him. What are you Too much ma- going on in Charleston. What do you make of Memphis? Uh, they, they, they were cruising right along, and they were picking up some decent wins along the way. You know, Obviously a three-point loss at Alabama, but then they drop one on the road at Tulane. What do you make of what you've seen from Memphis, and <clears throat> how costly was that loss? I mean, it's, it's not a great loss, but it's a road loss in league play to a Tulane team that's like, they're not bad. You know, they're not terrible. Um, I think the biggest issue for Memphis is that, uh, you know, St. Louis has kind of fallen off a cliff, yep. right? Like, they're they're 9-6 and six right now. They just lost to SIU Edwardsville. So, whereas that was a, uh, a – I'm doing air quotes, like a good win, right? Like a Q1 win. Um, or, I'm sorry, a Q1 loss yes. early on in the season. It's not anymore. Um, same thing with Seton Hall. Like Seton Hall's terrible. They're they are they are not a good basketball team. Yeah. Um, and that's that is not going to look like a good loss uh, moving forward this season. So I think that's the biggest issue more than a, like a road loss in conference play. Um, you can always look past the road losses in conference play. It's hard to look over. Um, you know what, what those two are going to like. Seton Hall might be you know, outside of Georgetown. They might be the, the the worst team in the Big East. And I say that knowing how bad. The Paul basketball is so it's 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 hard to watch them. I, I watch a lot of Big East basketball. It's hard to watch Seton Hall play. Or it's hard to watch Georgetown and Big Pat not wanting to step down in that whole situation. Dad, twenty five in a row is it wrong? Into I, like I, I, I feel like people our age understand this. I don't know if people younger than us understand how like what that program was mm-hmm. in the mid nineties and like the late eighties, right? I just. I remember when I was growing up, it was like the Georgetown shorts Man, yeah. that, that everybody wore, the Georgetown jersey. You saw people with the Georgetown starter jacket, like it meant something. It was a legitimate national, national brand. No question. And now it's a legitimate national laughing stock. Like everybody's making fun of them. And, and I, I'm just, it makes me sad because I wanted it to work for Patrick there. Like I just thought that that was such a beautiful end to that story, right? Like Patrick Ewing comes back program struggling. He yep. goes in there and he turns it around and takes it back to a national power. Hoya per- Paranoia with the guy that started the program running things. And no, it just ran it into the ground. And he had it going for a little while and then, you know, they had that whole uh, James and Kenjo, Mac McClone, yep. um, the whole wheel issue and everything that was happening there. And it just it, it imploded and it hasn't gotten better. It's, it's sad to see. Yes, it is. Hey, Rob, appreciate you as always. Big Thank dog. you, brother. Thanks, Have a great man. weekend. Always a pleasure, guys. Keep catching up. Yep. He is Rob Doster, founder of Field of 68. Appreciate him coming on and breaking down some college basketball. Hey, it's lunchtime. It's the weekend. No better way to kick it off, in my humble opinion, than heading over to Top's Barbecue. That's right. Cheeseburger, brisket. Yeah. Now, new to the menu, the fire braised chicken sandwich. So whatever you're in the mood for, whatever you're craving, Top's Barbecue is now 
whipping it up for you. Get over there today. You want to earn some brownie points with the wifey tonight? Head over to Tops before you go home. Have wifey dinner. Yes, that fire-braised chicken sandwich, what I'm talking about, with Memphis white sauce. Creamy Memphis unique white sauce with pickles. So good that chicken seared over an open flame. Tops always gets it unbelievable. Not just right, but unbelievable. That bologna sandwich, too, we've been telling you about for a while. Uh, if you're sleeping on it, stop sleeping. It's all fantastic. It's all delicious. can get it right now, too, that fire-braised chicken sandwich at the South Haven, Poplar, and Frazier locations. Tops Barbecue, of course, 70 years and still... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Smoke. There is beauty in building equity. It can really pay off for you. What is it? What is equity? How can it pay off for you? Well, that's what the Live Love Memphis group and the Live Love DeSoto group, the real estate agencies, this is where they come in. They are going to be hosting a free FREE seminar. If you're looking to buy your first home, I remember that process. I didn't know none about it. Yep. This would have been really good for me in 2017. You'll learn about the home buying process, what pitfalls to avoid, how much home you can afford, how to qualify for a mortgage, loan programs, local housing market. It's Saturday, January 21st, starting at noon at Shelby Farms Park in the Buffalo Room. This is hosted by our friends at Live Love Memphis Group. Get educated and get ready to buy your first home. Yeah, like we like to say, the least you're going to get some education. Now, this is very important to register. Simply email info at livelovememphis.com with the word seminar in the subject line. They're going to send you a registration link. As John said, this is a free seminar. Very valuable. Uh, again, for first-time home buyers, Jennifer Carson sends an expert. Let her educate you. I'm like John. If I'd known about it, had one of these in 2005, I wouldn't have bought the first house. I did. I'd be in a different spot. Uh, let Jennifer Carsonson show you the way to home ownership. We've told you her mission, lower rentership in Memphis, increase home ownership. First-time buyers, this is a very valuable thing. Get over there. Shelby Farms Park in the Buffalo Room. Again, to register, email info at livelovememphis.com and put the word seminar in the subject line. They're going to get you that registration link. Uh, also call them, 901-625-5200. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Hey, uh, it's a big night in Memphis. Any any idea why? 
racking my brain here real quickly. No, Grizz not till Sunday. Tigers are Saturday. What's what, what's big tonight? What did I miss? WWE SmackDown oh, is tonight. Yeah, jabroni. It's you, tonight. Stop. Take get out of that voice because you don't even care anymore. We've watched you change. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's tonight. Uh, on it'll be on Fox, right? It'll be on Fox as well. So you can see Memphis showcase. I, I mean, I, I will. I have not. You watched. used to be able to give me some insight here. Dog, I don't nothing know. Nothing anymore. I, all I know is that it's happening. We used to have, you know. Well, we know that Vince is back. Well, he's trying to get back. Yeah, he's back on the board. You're right. He's back on the board. <laughs> and he and he wants to, uh, he wants to, you know, the media rights deal. It's the media up. rights deal. He wants to maximize it, Brent. <laughs> yeah. Which I respect. Actually. So he's like putting himself back in command. Wild. I mean, I, I, I can't blame him from a business perspective. I just didn't know it was that easy. Like to just you, you're off Come the board, on. then you're back he, on the. board. He was in control the whole time. Well, he's just not doing the storylines anymore. He's not doing the. Uh, they just creative. buried him underneath because of the case. I just, you know, sent him to the back. Now he's coming back up front. That's right. Vince McMahon is uncancelable. What was his? Is that, what was the? the I don't. I know the he details was like, of he that had case, like there was like allegations of like um, yeah, you know, or at least harassment, wasn't it? I think it would. No, I think I don't know if it was harassment if it, so much as it was he had like relations with wrestlers. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe like there was some, it's like some subordinate things going on, you know, like I'm the owner, you mess with me, I'll get you, you know, I'll get you where you need to go type of thing, that, that deal. Um, so that, like the Bobby Petrino thing with the motorcycle, you know, it's kind of, it was, it's kind of like that. Like but <laughs> who would enforce that with the WWE? Well, the board, the you board, know, the board, there's like, a, a board that apparently doesn't have the power to keep him off. The man says he's coming back on there. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. This is really interesting. Yahoo News has a business column about what you said, John. Shares of WWE stock as Vince McMahon uh, rejoins the board after several months from his misconduct, investigation alleged misconduct. Shares surged more than 22%. No, it's insane. Because, you got, you got well, a bunch of weaklings they know, on the board. They, like they, know, they know that, uh, <laughs> they, and some board members have been <laughs> removed, by the way. Like This has been like a, you know, an ousting. Um, it was just, uh, the past 16 years he was suppressing allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity and kind of just, you know, like he, this was getting padded out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. They agreed to pay out more than $12 million. Dude, there was well, a settlement. You once held this man up high. Well, he was a great idol of yours. I think. Uh, and now explain yourself. I th- I, I'd still look up to him. He's uncancelable. This guy can do whatever the hell he wants. He can just get I'm back you, on the board. Well, the board might keep him up. Man, please. What's not to what's not to his look organization? Up to? What's not to look up to about Vince McMahon? This man will he, he gets taken off the board. He just puts himself right back on. He's going to get all the money. This is amazing. This guy's this guy's ability to Teflon because of the position he puts female employees in. Apparently, oh, wow. John allegedly. That's what's not to look up to. Wow, God, dog, you forget quick, don't way you? To make it I bet so you serious. think Dana White looking real good, isn't he? One of May, your beat his one wife of your wife up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's what I'm. Do you care? Well, yeah. I mean, that's a little different, but <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I feel you. What a good weekend at FedEx Forum because you get that. So you got wrestling tonight. You get Tigers Saturday. Flip the court, and then you get Grizz Sunday. Is that right? That's correct. Boom, boom, boom. And then another one on Monday because San Antonio. Yeah, you got the San Antonio. And then they're playing San Antonio again on Wednesday, I guess, at home. It's mm-hmm. a it's a missed, you know. One of those off, ones like yeah. when the Grizzlies went to Utah and played two over three days. Yeah. Is John Cena going to be here tonight? That's the, that's I don't know. He don't is, know. is that his voice on? Is it the Nissan car commercial? <laughs> yeah. Say, I hear him on. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. That's the only thing. Like I I, I don't I don't even know who's on SmackDown at this point. I think Roman Reigns might be on there because it's Fox. So if you want to go see. Roman Reigns. I mean, Sounds we fun. we used to have you know 
again, we still have wrestlers on, but my interest is completely less than minimal now. We, I mean, we did a lot of research on that, John, actually, as you know, as in the programming staff that we were talking about earlier. And turns out, you won't believe it, some of our hottest topics, you know, were obviously wrestling. Yeah, no, you know? I mean, so I will say some of those, some of those were bad. But some of them were interesting, you know. Some of the I remember having, you know, Becky Lynch came in here. Uh, we that had, was good. We had uh, uh, Carmella. Remember her and Ron Killings. Who are those two brothers? Or like the Ying? Oh, who, who are those? Do you two? remember our truth? No, I remember Ron. You don't remember the? He was the crazy Describe dude. Them. He was the know. he was the brother. He was the crazy dude. We had him in. Remember? You don't remember our no. truth? Wow. Well, it, a lot. Who are the changed. two guys? Were like, and they had a whole phrase that is it, Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. You, you know the guy. That's my guy. Who? I want him to run for president. Oh, Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Yeah, that was special. That was a great interview. It actually was an awesome He was good. Interview. Yeah. No, those were all good mentions. But, you know, some of them some of them would be in character, which, like, that doesn't work oh, anymore. those awful. I'm past the point in my adult life of trying to pretend with somebody, another adult, that, <laughs> like, oh, you got a big fight tonight. You know, hope you win. What's going on? Don't you hate? Back then, we thought you could be the next main gene, but now you don't have the passion. I don't have the ability to pretend anymore, man. I'm all about the real in 2023. That's it. Like I'm not. You think Riley will ever get into wrestling? No. Because you're not gonna let her. Because yeah. your imagination's dead. Well, yeah. I'm, it's not gonna be like she'll get into uh, right now. It's puppy pals, puppy dog, pals. No, we're grown around here. And it's uh, Bluey, and it's the bro. My my daughter is. It is insane how technologically savvy she is. She 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 has like this step stool. That she Get, she climbs up on to get to the portal. She climbs through the stool. She will sit on the sand on the stool, and she will start opening up the portal. She will pull up YouTube and Miss Rachel, and it's just like she will go. I mean, these these kids are just—it's crazy. Like she don't need my help no more for that. She knows exactly right. how to do it. Cut off that. She's gonna be transferring. Cut <laughs> no, that portal. I'll shut that portal down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now uh, my wife says we gotta get her less screen times because they say less screen time equals less tantrums. But I'm like, you don't like. I, I understand that, but but. Chris gets about nine hours of screen time a day. And you're a happy man. And you a happy-ass man. You come in, you, you're like, man, this is so good to be a parent, ain't it? Look so- how Brad's looking at me. He's like, I hope Jason's lying. But you're not. I do not judge on screen time because I realize Bro, it's pretty much Bro, let me tell you something. If you're a parent out here, I know we're about to, I know you're about to hit the music, but if you're a parent One out minute. here and and, <laughs> and and you feel guilty about screen time, don't. Because screen time Equals survival. Can I tell you? This That's is, what that means. This is why we only had one kid, because I don't think I could entertain him without screen time if I had two. If, Dude, it's made things like car trips. It's changed the game. It's different. We used to kill our parents. When we get in there, when we right. stop, we didn't have anything in the damn backseat. Right. Here's their attention span. It's an inch now. Though. Oh, no, it's crazy. Zero. I, mean, I, I don't have time but to I fix society. I won't hear from Chris on a six-hour trip. Yes. He Isn't that incredible? In That's incredible. I don't have time That's to, incredible. to change the whole family. Yeah. Chris yeah, Wall Yeah, that trip. changed that it whole changed game. changed the whole dynamic. No yeah, question man. about so, it. So, you know, I, I, when I go home and I, need, and I, I just need 15 <laughs> minutes, which I do, it's, it's <laughs> sc- screen time. And, and and it's guilt-free screen time. So I, I just want everybody out there. Like I know you're gonna have all these studies and all these little you know things. Don't feel guilty because we're just trying to survive, folks. Yeah. And that's what screen time helps us do. All right. Well, it is. He's right. He's right. Be responsible with it. I mean, be responsible with it, but also like you need to have a life and you need to have your sanity as well. Screen Great. time equals survival and sanity, and we all deserve that too. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks, of course, to Rob Doss for joining us. Thanks to Sean Salisbury for joining us. Thanks to Anthony Saint as well. Gina and Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.